0: You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to Mamma Mia's You Beauty podcast, the podcast for your face. I'm Shazie Hunt and you're listening to our weekly Ask an Expert episode. Now, if you follow online trends, you've probably recently encountered buccal fat removal surgery, which is... The removal or repositioning of the pad at the side of the cheek and mouth as a shortcut to a sculpted jawline. So, why is it having a moment and is elective surgery the only way to get this area sculpted? Well, Isabella Lonrigan is a skin and dermal therapist from IL Skin in Barrel and she's joining us to talk about this treatment. Isabella, welcome today. Thank you, thank you. So first of all, the pronunciation, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to try without hearing it from you.
1: How do you even correctly say it? So it's pronounced buccal. Because I always heard buckle. Buckle, yes, <laughs> no, buccal, and it's derived from the buccinator, the buccinator which is the muscle like where your jowls kind of collect as you age, yes. that fat pad that sits right under your cheek. The buccal massage, is it a
0: true alternative to
1: buccal facial surgery? I don't even relate them. They don't belong in the no. same category. Okay, No, they are surgery and an alternative method to achieve a facial sculpt result and a facial lifting result and emotional release from the face. Mm-hmm. So, no, they don't even belong in the same bucket. Buccal fat removal is literally taking the fat pad from below your cheek and putting it in the bin. Mm. And we don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea at all because once it's gone, it's gone. You'll see people that have had it, they have a very aggressive concave look, which was sort of back in the 90s, the Kate Moss kind of skinny skinny look that's sort of emulating that but that's not really even where our industry look is going so I don't know why that has kind of caught some attention in the media. I'm not into it. I'm not here for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What would you say to anyone who was contemplating this as a good treatment idea? Someone that looks at skin every day,
1: analyzes it, works with it? I just think you really need to work out the why, why you would be doing that to your face and look you know, I guess if it's something that they really, really, really want, then obviously, you know, it's their body, their choice. But I think in the long term, you'll regret it because it'll change the face in a not pleasant way in the long term. That's in what your I 50s wanted and about 60s and 70s. Yeah. That's a scary thought. Like, what are you going to look like in your 70s? Because you're going to lose that naturally, natural right? Collagen yeah. pad. It's going to go anyway. So if you take it out, what are you going to look like when you're mm. 70s? So I'd be very, very cautious about advising anyone to have of that type of surgery.
0: Well, let's get to your area of specialty, which is the buccal massage. Yes.
1: Tell me what it's all about and what it offers potentially. <sighs> so it's a fascinating facial massage technique. I went to Paris about five years ago now and had seen it on Instagram and I was following this man who was an expert in it, but he's Russian. And so it was all in Russian. So I was watching this thinking, can't understand a word he's saying, but gosh, it looks amazing. And so I took a risk and flew over and was trained by him and brought it back and I was one of the first people in Australia to even be offering it, which was super exciting but also quite daunting because – I was a skin therapist promoting facials and skin products and I'd come out of dermatology and plastic surgery. So I was pretty like I had been pigeonholed in my industry and then suddenly I was saying, hey, why don't you let me put my hands in your mouth and (sighs) massage your mouth and your face from the inside out and people would look at me like I was crazy. (laughs) So initially it was a bit daunting to convince people that the power of this facial was far beyond what they could ever imagine, which is, First and foremost, people come from the wow factor. They're like, oh, my gosh, it's amazing. I want this facial where you put your hands in and do something to the inside of my face. But frankly, it's actually what they get after the treatment, which is not only facial lifting. Obviously, that's how it's promoted, facial sculpting, but really it's the emotional tension that you experience when you really get in and massage someone's bite muscle, their masseter muscle, because we as women carry a lot of our emotional anger our emotional tension, our frustrations, in that bite muscle, we clench, we grind, we, oh, no, I really want to say something, but I'm not going to, all in there. And when I get in there and massage that out, the look of relief on people's faces is like nothing I've ever seen. So they come for the wow factor of the facial. They stay and become a repeat client because of the results they get emotionally.
0: It is very rare to hear someone <laughs> on this show talk
1: about emotions yeah. being a winner as a result of a treatment, yeah. a beauty treatment. And look, I was trained as a beauty therapist. Mm. 15 years ago. And then I went into dermatology and I've been in plastic surgery and I've gone from scalpel to needle to emotion release. (laughs) But it's just been incredible because people want tension release. Think about it. We all go for a massage when we're stressed or we go to the physio when we pull a muscle. You don't go and have a facial when you're stressed, but imagine walking out looking and feeling emotionally relaxed
0: I need to understand the <laughs> techniques and methods involved. Yes.
1: Hands are really going inside. Hands mouths. are really going inside. <laughs> well, funnily enough, just this morning, Sunrise had me on talking about this facial because they were saying, What? Like yeah. hands. So I literally had the hosts of Sunrise putting their hands in their own mouth massaging. So I put gloves on and I put the index fingers in first and I massage the whole top of the face with my thumbs. So think about the pressure, the third eye, the pressure around all your eye area, the tension, the squinting, all. All day we're releasing all of that, but also sinus. All that pressure is being massaged away. So I do that for half. So,
0: is this from inside the yeah. mouth? Yeah, like you are pressing. Fingers
1: are in your it's mouth. It's all
0: internal. It's all. Pressing. So, Nothing I have. Nothing on the
1: surface. No, no, no. I have anchors in okay. and then I'm massaging externally I with my thumbs. See. Yeah. So, my anchors are in with my index fingers into the back of the teeth. They stay whilst we're pressing on that masseter muscle. So, imagine someone pressing on something that has a lot of tension in it whilst you're getting a massage on the rest of your face externally. So I do all the upper face first, then I take my gloves off, put new gloves on and I put my thumbs in your mouth and I massage the whole lower face with the rest of my hand whilst massaging the inside of your face with my thumbs at the same time. It's so bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Even when I describe it after five years, I'm like, it's the weirdest thing to describe but it's the most amazing thing. Move
0: The emotional side is so fascinating, but what about the sculpting side? What are you going to see... Immediately afterwards Great and then question. in the long term. So
1: immediately after, a lot of fluid we carry, women carry in the jowl area, which is where that buccinator muscle hangs down. And usually that's lymph fluid. So we're going to give you a really defined jaw instantly. So after you walk out, your jawline is going to be sharp because a lot of the movements are moving like windscreen wipers, moving that fluid to your lymph nodes, and then we're flushing it out. So that would be the bottom of your mouth area. We also... So we also plump the lips. We do a lot of manipulation on the lips. So we bring a lot of oxygen and blood up to the lip area. We then work on the sinus area, which like a lot of clients turn up to me with really puffy eyes, especially now that it's spring, we're getting a lot of sinus issue from pollen. So we move all of the lymph out of the eye area. But we're also working on the cheekbones and getting right up under the zygomatic bone, which is your cheekbone, so defining it. And then again, releasing all of that fluid out of the eye area and moving all the way up to the hairline. A lot of people don't realize this, but there's two parts to the facial. Well, there's three parts. There's the facial. And then there's facial sculpting, which is all external. So I do facial sculpting moves from the clavicle all the way up to the hairline. Then I do the buccal part. So we're working the muscles the entire way up the face from your clavicle up to your hairline and I'm pulling the muscles in directions they're not used to going because if you think about it, our face and neck are – the same facial expressions yes. all day. I was just thinking A hundred times. Yeah. Like. Whereas if you go in and I stretch out those muscles in ways they're not used to going, you're releasing emotional tension in all those. Think about your mouth. Like again, if you don't want to say something, you're pursing your lips or you're eating or you're chewing. So when I go in and stretch your mouth out in different directions, we're releasing effectively a lot of lactic acid out of those muscles so we're effectively releasing but then giving that facial muscle the bounce up that we often don't get from a regular facial so a lot of people don't get that part they're like oh i didn't think of that my face makes the same facial expressions every day we never change them except we go for a massage on the rest of our body but we ignore our faces mm. so yeah there's a lot of parts to the facial but the aesthetic goal is sculpting and lifting and depuffing. puffing the Emotional goal is release. Mm. Do people like start crying
0: in the treatment? I have had people cry.
1: I like find. I just <laughs> wondered what Both? kind of emotional response might actually be triggered and fully come out. Not so much negative emotion. You don't see so much crying or things like that. You see a lot of relief and their eyes relax after the treatment and they look at me in a completely different light. One case study I had, which was incredible, which was a student who'd had jaw surgery and she couldn't close her mouth. She wasn't aware she wouldn't be able to close her mouth post the surgery we were able to get her to close her mouth after four days of training. So she was like, I came in to do this to my clients and my whole life has changed. Mm. So it's got an incredible depth of results for all walks of life.
0: Who is this treatment for? So
1: usually women arrive because they've heard of buccal, they've heard of sculptural lifting, and so generally they're the ones that come the quickest because they want something different. The industry is moving away quite heavily from that. They want more natural. They want more alternative options or holistic options, but it's actually for anyone except for major rosacea and acne. I would never, because that's just the wrong treatment on that type of client. But I have 15-year-olds all the way up to 65-year-old men.
0: Wow, yeah. it's very broad, really broad. Is there anything we could all do right now to try and tap into yes. buccal yeah. massage so, ourselves?
1: So normally, like I encourage people to use gloves, but that's only because I mean I've come out of medical, so like you would never stick your hands in your mouth without gloves on. But you can wash your hands and put your hands inside your mouth. So you'd literally just put your thumb into the back.
0: I'm for yeah, I know. I'm like <laughs>
1: literally, you just want to put your hands into the back of your cheek. Thumb
0: it like a right. Yeah, so angle. I use. My right
1: hand into my left cheek. Okay. Yeah, and then you're going to find that mass it up from the inside, and you'll know it because you just bite down and it'll bulb. Okay. And then you use your fingers for the rest of your hand, and you pinch it and massage it, and that would be the first on the outside. Yeah. So your thumbs, thumbs your inside inside and fingers fingers on the the outside. outside. So you're literally just going in like a U shape in and finding that masseter, which is bite down, and you're really wanting to get in there and massage it. And that would be the first step to starting to release. And look, that isn't even the lifting part. That's just the emotional tension part. Yeah, I was so, going to say, yeah, just so, for that alone. Just for that alone. So, yeah, really you're wanting to pull your face up. So you could go lower down into the um, junction between your cheek and your gum down there and you're wanting to pull that buccinator or your jowl up. So you're pulling up and that's the first sort of step to working and lifting the face. But you can put a pen in your mouth. So if you want to do it yourself, yeah.
0: It's <laughs> not it, my pen, sorry. No. <laughs> it's, it's the studio pen. <laughs> it's fine. They can, they can throw it out <laughs> later. <Yes>. All right. <laughs> so put on. your
1: pen in your mouth. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> put it in. Now leave it there and you want to make your cheeks hit the ceiling. There you go. That's amazing. So that is going to bulk up your cheeks. You really do. Yeah. (laughs) So that raises your cheeks and it's going to build your cheeks up, which means you're going to get beautiful like little chipmunk cheeks, which is what we want. We want our fat to stay buoyant here because as we age, this ends up down here. So if you put a pen in your mouth and work to keep that cheek. How many sets? I was thinking it's like an exercise. I would say 10 or 20 a day and it would just keep that cheek muscle keeping the fat pad up. It's quite hard. Yeah, Yeah, it's quite hard. It takes a (laughs) bit of mental composure there, but that's always a good one for lifting. You want lifting. Yeah.
0: Just on products to go with it, is there yeah. anything that's complementary or anything you should stay away from if you're having this So you want
1: something that's got grunty slip. You don't want it to be too slippery because when you're doing this, you don't want to slip off the muscle. So I've got a product range called Regan Skin. My Dream Revival mask is the best mask. Personally, I created it for this. But really you could just use a thick moisturiser if you're going to do that massage. You want to have some nice slip. You don't want to be too grippy because it'll pull your skin and you don't want to be too slippery because you slip off the muscle. So, yeah, you want to use some slip. And if you've had the treatment done professionally, is there any products that are
0: complementary with it after when yes, you're back at home? Yes,
1: always. Things that are going to stimulate collagen and elastin, so your vitamin A, your vitamin B and your vitamin C making sure your cells communicate properly post this treatment. So absolutely. But your bare essentials, vitamin A, your vitamin B, so your niacinamide and your vitamin C. Absolutely. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. Isabella, fascinating. Thank you so no, much for introducing us to the Bacol massage.
1: Bacol. I, <laughs> I, I know, Doreen, no it one up. gets it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bacol massage. Mm.
1: Amazing. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for
0: listening today. You Beauty is produced by Cassie Merritt with audio production by Leah Porges and I'm your Ask an Expert host, Shazzy Hunt. Come back next week to hear me put another beauty expert in the hot seat. Chat to you then.